With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, this is Michael Adams. It's once again self the Truth Moments Journey to Find. It's now November 17, 2015. We do part two of uh, The Genie and Jack. By whomever. <laughs> Um, certainly a masterpiece of Jesuit sophistry and casuistry, worthy of reading just to have expose it. Um, <clears throat> let's see where we're at here. Yeah, first thing I do is well, I think we'll look at the uh, uh, educateyourself.org as an update. Editor's update, um, June 19, 2006. When I first posted this uh, introductory, these introductory remarks in July 2005, I was under the impression that Helen Peters was the the anonymous author behind the Union Jack. However, David Wilbur, whoever that is, has assured me that. Helen Peters was not the author, but rather a heralding Christian patriot who promoted the book through her newsletter. David told me that he thinks he knows who the true author of the Union Jack is, and he's still alive. Of course, this was nine years ago when this was published. But he did not reveal his name. I understood this completely as anonymity is likely the only reason the author is still alive, considering the power of the book. I've removed Helen's name from the notes below and substituted the words, the author, in its place. Okay, let's see what else he has to say. This is the first chapter of the very important book, which I only recently have stumbled upon, thanks to an article written by Barbara Ahu. The world of British elites in the creation of the state of Israel and their manipulation of the Christian fundamentalists. Which, by the way, is true. I'm not saying that anything that so far is not true. It's the deception is what's left out, not what's being said. So I'll do my best to put in my own words what has been left out from my limited understanding of things. <clears throat> okay. Um, they're manipulating the Christian fundamentalists to set the stage for 
an utterly bogus and fabricated Armageddon end time scenario in order to usher in the satanic one world government in a lesson in Machiavellian uh, deception without peril, excuse me, peril, parallel. <laughs> the anonymous author lays out the plot and plotter step by step, studying clarity and insight. An amazing job of research and investigation, even more uh, synchronistic. This was written back in the late 1960s, soon after Israel's remarkable defeat of the Egyptian forces in 1967 in the Six-Day Arab-Israeli War. At the time, communism and the communist Russia, uh, Soviet Union, was the prevailing Boogeyman, communism was going to take over the world and, quote, crush, and quote, us, as Nikita Khrushchev, Khrushchev, Khrushchev promised, uh, pounding his shoe on the deck, the desk of the Russian, of the Russian delegation at the United Nations. The whole story was a propaganda front, of course. The Soviet Union needed to be dismantled in order for the illuminated British oligarchs to set in motion the next phase of their world depopulation and one world government enslavement agenda. So, on cue and as planned, the Berlin Wall falls in 19. 1989, thanks to the persistence and dogged, quote, freedom-loving, end quote, efforts of the Red Ronnie and Bender Reagan. Thank you, Ronnie. Today, we have another fabricated boogeyman called Al-Qaeda to serve as the seeding crystal for the series of phony terrorist attacks in order to legislate the U.S. Constitution out of existence via Patriot Act. Of course, that's uh, been ramped up now. Of course, we have even more draconian measures being taken place. And, of course, now we have ISIS taking its place. And we see uh, the role of Russia in Syria at this point, helping the whole agenda. <clears throat> so clearly, um, we're going to see that this is just that a Jesuit off-street country uh, propaganda piece. Par none, excellent. Not to say it's not true, it's not what they're saying that's wrong, it's what they're leaving out. And um, chapter two, the Union Jack book, uh, the political uh, messianicism. 
right wing puts the put to rest any fanciful notion that the Armageddon prophecy of end uh, times prophecy, the great tribulation, the reign of the Antichrist, the rapture and the kingdom of God on earth are anything but messages and prophecies from God unless you prefer to think that the British round table as God. And of course we know that they are subservient to the Jesuits in Rome. Um, next thing what I'll do is I'll read this before we get going in the actual first chapter. <clears throat> Good old Justin Nero. You can find this on her Facebook page. She is one feisty gal, and I like her for that. She's good-looking, too, uh, but she's... You know, we'll leave it at that. I respect the gal and her work. The Pope owns the world. Research for yourself the Treaty of 1213. Windsor was stripped of their powers and retained their title only. England has been owned by the Vatican since 1213. And yes, there's been uh, periods of rebellion and Protestantism and blah, blah, blah. But overall, for the past 800 years, it has been nothing more than an extension of the Roman Empire. Just as the United States doesn't act unilaterally or on its own, therefore it is a still part of the Commonwealth, if you will, or at least French colony, as we've learned in this show. So Rome controls Britain herself. So when we read this, always put in the back of your mind the pecking order of things. During the U.S. Civil War, the uh, North borrowed $40 million from the Vatican and the Confederacy borrowed $20 million from the Vatican. This sum was paid out of gold to both North and South and the South. The Union got their gold by ship in Philadelphia, and the Confederacy got their gold by ship in New Orleans. After the war was over, all 60 million of debt came due to the Vatican. And the Vatican would only take gold and, and land in payment for this debt. Lincoln tried to print paper money, U.S. Treasury notes to pay it back, just like Hitler did with the German mark after World War I, in compliance with the Treaty of Versailles. Uh, the Pope issued an order to the Vatican spies, and the Confederacy, under the name of the Knight of the Golden Circle, whom General Albert Pike was a member along with John Wilkes Booth and George Surratt Jr. to assassinate Lincoln for trying to print his way out of debt instead of paying in gold and land. 
this debt got put off temporarily under Johnson because the Congress would not approve of it. It was only until the Congress seats were exchanged and the new members of Congress uh, was bribed into office by the Vatican that the Congress and the President Ulysses S. Grant signed the generic act of 1871, which gave the 10-mile land grid of Washington, D.C. to the Vatican as payment for the entire $60 million in debt from, from the Civil War. So the Vatican owns Washington, D.C. as well as England. England, uh, they, they have owned since 1213, Washington, D.C. since 1871. Now, there is a bit of a contradiction in the statement, which I can't quite figure out, because when you look at Washington, D.C., prior to it being Washington, D.C., it was Royal Maryland, and it was controlled and owned by Jesuits and the Vatican already, so I don't know what that deal was, but they pay it all off and then again, ended up owing for it again? I don't understand that one. So. This is exactly why London was uh, Washington, Washington, and Rome all have an obelisk. All three states rule the world owned by the Vatican. <clears throat> in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So Corinthians 4. 4. And again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, the angels came and ministered unto him. Matthew 4, verses 8 through 11, Jesus doesn't dispute Satan's claim on the kingdoms of this world. I'm going to see if she can respond to it. Before we get going here, let's see if she can respond to me this evening or tomorrow for the tomorrow show. I just lost my bearings here. Okay. Justin, oh, I hate this when this happens. Justin, we know DC was first named 
Rome, Maryland. And was owned and controlled by the Jesuits and Catholics. What happened between the time What happened between the time period, I want to say between the what happened between the time period, I guess I'm saying between, uh, what happened between the time period of the revolution Revolutionary War and the Civil War. Dang it, I hate that when that happens. I hate my computer. It always jumps on me over and over again. I always repeat everything. It jumps everywhere. It drives me nuts. Time period of... uh, Revolutionary War and the Civil War. Did the U.S. Did the U.S. pay off debt for... I think it jumped on me again. It did it again. Did the U.S. pay off debt for... Sorry for all this delay. Acquire, dang it. Anyways, acquired debt. After war, 
after the Civil War. My shoulder is in so much freaking pain. Anyways, well, hopefully this makes enough sense. Okay, get on the thing. So, um, so anyway, so there we go. So we know that uh, Britain has been in the control under the control of Rome since 1213, pretty much. The Magna Carta thing is a bunch of nonsense, really. We know that during uh, well the, the Treaty of Paris or the Treaty of 1783 that. The king of Britain was representing the Roman Empire. That's something you just can't ignore. Okay, and treaties don't just disappear. Not not with Rome and not with the ruling elite in, in Western Europe. They might with Native Americans and all the um, heathens of the world, the barbarians or the uh, what do they call them? <laughs> Non-Christians. This always go hand in hand with this whole agenda. What we're witnessing is the Third World War. Um. Anyways, uh, I don't know if anybody's here yet. Maybe they're not. Maybe they are. Nobody's here, so cool. Don't have to worry about making anybody happy. Can't keep up with everything anyway. So. Let's see what's going on. So, anybody who wants to in the future, you can go to the information box and you can find the PDF of um, this particular book. I expect a lot of people, one way or the other, will be offended by me reading this book. Those who staunchly that everything is about the Jesuits and about Rome, which I would not disagree with you. But at the same token, this is very interesting that this came out at the same right at the same time period with the Vatican II, uh, as was brought up in the editor's comments right after the um, Israeli-Arab War. Was it? Uh, 1967 or 68, whatever it was. I don't really care what it was. Well, just for other people's sake, I will look at it up again. Call it Of course, it's got to be six days. You've got to have that six in there. Six million Jews, six days. It's all six, six, six. It's all this stuff. So then there is quite a bit of uh, legitimacy when we're talking about the Jews and them being involved in all this. There's an unholy alliance between false Christianity and Judaism, but the thematic Jews, and Islam, and everybody else for that matter. Um, you see, this is all this blaming one group after another as we peel off the layers everything still leads to Rome there's no way getting out of it as much as one would like to I think I will be reading from the PDF that was shared uh, from uh, Andrew 
And the other one that was shared from Mashu, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening and sending me an email with a, a different e, uh, PDF. Um, I think I'll use this one. Um, once again, it looks to me like Helen Peters might not be the actual author of it. Who knows? I don't know. I also find it interesting that my neighbor just give me this book after I have him reading Tougher Saucy's book. And we know that Tougher Saucy was a very controversial character in his time. Unfortunately, he's passed away. I would love to have talked to him. Um, especially with uh, the Roman Catholics. Um, they really are upset with him because, you know, he really helped the really in our present day, I think even more so, and more subtly, and more intelligently in some ways than, um, you know, uh, Eric Phelps, or John Phelps. I, I'm suspect that Eric John Phelps, he's not who he says he is. So even his name says it's a little bit suspect. So. Certainly all this white supremacy nonsense, he's certainly playing along, along with it. He's certainly, uh, see the value of Eric Phelps now, and guys like him. I wonder how many of those guys like him have crossed my path on this show. Uh, the usefulness, a useful tool, of, you know, of uh, divide and conquer. Let's get under. Let's understand something. You say, well, it's just Mike. It's your own private interpretation. I don't think so. I mean, as this book even states, God's kingdom is not of this world. The spiritual kingdom, His kingdom, is a heavenly kingdom. And if we are following our the true the truth, the way in life, then you know that's what we follow. We don't follow any of this. We're not involved in any of this. And so eventually, we come out of her, and coming out of her is beyond actually the Roman Catholic Church, the Vatican. It's also all her daughter churches, the Protestant churches, all of them. And we rest in him, we follow him, we do the best we can to understand his word. With 2,000 years of it being screwed around with. And that's what we do. Uh, hopefully I'm not being disrespectful to, to my Lord Savior, uh, his own God Son, Jesus Christ, and to my Heavenly Father. Well, I am not interested at all in any of this organized religion business. Like I said, the last show that I think it's probably, probably good for is maybe hooking up with a spouse. You can find a decent woman in the church these days. I have no idea. I am not interested. <clears throat> I am not. British Israel propaganda and deceit. Once again, we know that the British Israel was the creation of the Jesuits, and that the Jesuits have been in control of Britain for many centuries now. When we say the British Empire is all-powerful, we say... Uh, that we must understand this fact in terms of its alias, the kingdom of God on earth. And furthermore, the extent of this power over the America, America is nationwide. 
understand once again. I will keep saying this until you, everyone's sick of hearing it. Britain is controlled by Rome. This is Rome's dream. It's an interesting thing about the Vatican because it's a political institution first and foremost. Isn't it interesting the vying of power and the wanting of that power, whether it's whoever it is, Jews, Protestant, Zionists, uh, Britain, uh, France, uh, Freemasonry, atheists, communists, fascists, doesn't matter who you know, everyone knows where the center of power is. And the dragon gives it its power. And so logically, at some point, as you climb up this uh, pyramidal structure of power in the world that uh, Satan presides over, that you'd want to get in there and you want to control the Vatican. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? More, even more importantly than the, and it really is because spiritual, the spiritual always overrides the temporal. More important than the banking system or the crown. More important than the legal system. Nor more important than even the military. Although all those are extremely important elements in controlling this world and keeping us from knowing our true the truth of our world. Ultimately, you would want to go where the center of power is. Now, of course, they will like to think, want you to think that it's the UN. But the UN never has been the actual center of power. It's just a tool for the ruling elite, just as Washington, D.C., the Congress, and the Senate is, etc., just as organized religion is and all the different uh, quote-unquote Protestant churches out there. It's interesting. It's one studies, one will recognize, and, you know, recognize that obviously Mormonism is not is hardly Protestant, yet it considers itself part of the Protestant family of churches. And why is that? Because in the end of the day, Rome created them all. Whether Baptist, uh, whether evangelicals, were Pentecostal, etc., 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 because they all mimic her and behave just like her, one way or the other. They're all apostate. They don't teach the teachings of Christ. Not a single one of them. So, at the end of the day, you're probably not really even going to find a good woman in any of these religions. I know this is a very hard statement. If you have all glory and praise goes to God, because the truth of the matter is, man or woman, it's a freaking minefield out there. And so the deeper one is indoctrinated in lies, the more confused they are, the more less likely they are to actually just embrace the teachings of Jesus Christ and the Word of God. I do find it a little bit frustrating that at times the Word of God is not doesn't make much sense, and I really believe it's, it's not about parables. <laughs> I think this is 
the hand of Satan himself that's caused things, especially in the Old Testament, and things to be hard to understand. But thank goodness God made it simple. Have abiding faith in Jesus Christ. Hey! At least logically it's simple. It's difficult to actually do it. One is honest. We have a tendency to keep going back to the Babylonian system, the ways of man. It's very difficult for us to really put our faith in Jesus Christ because what it really entails. So we keep on putting our faith in other people. I'm not saying it's not necessary or not wise to listen to other people and their understanding of things, but just that is to listen to it. But the understanding that the odds are, well, let's put it this way. It's not even the odds. Every, every single one of us is under a strong delusion. So what I may understand is just that, what I may understand. And there's a lot that I don't understand. And every other man and woman in this world is in the same situation. So, really, what we need to do is, as the old saying goes, um, eat the meat and spit out the bones. Take what you can use that goes along with the uh, Word of God and throw out the rest. I'm not saying necessarily what's in the Word of God. I'm talking about what other people say in their commentaries. And understand that most of it that people understand is just what some other fool and blinded fool has shared with you. And I would not tell you one bit, not one time, that I am not one of those blinded fools. The odds are I am, as everyone else that I've ever heard or came in contact with is. You'd be lucky to find a few, a handful or two of actual truths this journey that you comply. In the end, my realization is, is that abiding faith in Jesus Christ is really the answer. And all the rest of this comes be regurgitating out there and Christendom, well, we're going to learn about We've learned enough, and this show, if you want to go back now, I've got 500-plus recordings, then go back in time, if you feel like, or do your own homework about the Catholicism and how apostate it is, and that is the mother of all this apostasy. But to say that everything is actually is, you know, being, or let's put this way, there's a lot of dirty hands involved in this. There's a lot of groups and a lot of men and I really do believe that actually the higher up the uh, the priestcraft the hierarchical structure of Christianity itself is basically a part of the secret societies. And whether it's the Roman Catholic Church or your Baptist Church or your Seventh-day Adventist Church or whoever it is, it doesn't really matter. It's a bunch of blinded men because instead of going after the way, the truth, and the life, they went after the money and security, and I understand why they do that. 
They're a product of their environment. They're a product of the indoctrination that they've gone through. I don't feel superior there at the moment. I only feel blessed that I never got to that trap. I've had my own landmines to deal with. No one is free from all this deception. So anyways, we see this this goal, the satanic system, is the kingdom of God on earth. We know that the papacy himself, the, the papacy and the pope, this, the Caesar Maximus, claims that he has divine right to rule the world. You're going to notice in this book that they don't talk about it. But I will. When we speak of power... Here we must examine it. Uh, This power is mind control. Oh, yes, it is. Which has come about as a result of a constant bombardment of religious propaganda. This religious propaganda is a skillful, organized world government religion headed by Rome, the Jesuits. Remember, all these men and this Zionist, British Zionist movement are all been educated by the Jesuits are educated by those who are educated by the Jesuits. Remember that. And yes, it's turning out to be, at least how I'm seeing it, a strong influence of Judaism, Talmudic Judaism, in the ranks of Rome. And if one looks at uh the star, do I have to spell that right? Of David, deception. Let's see if we can go right. Christianitybelieves.org. Christianitybelieves.org, yep. Somebody wants to see that and everybody shows up, which I don't know if anybody ever will. Last night there was quite, there was a couple of hey guests here. There you go. Sorry to do that. Sorry to share this with you, guest two. Right, that's you, Andrew. Hello, whoever it is. Hello. But if we look at this, I just sent you the link, the star of David Deception. If you look, I'll scroll all the way down. And you'll see that the six-sided star has been part uh, of this cult, the death cult of Saturn, if you will, that we're all under, by the way. But how? And this funny thing is, you finally realize that all these pastors and priests that you listen to all your life, whether it's Hagee or whether it's I don't need his name. We'll just go down the list. They're all. Liars and deceivers, every last one of them. Every last one of them. But you go through this whole thing, uh, Luciferians revere the hexagram, Helena, Blavatsky, Lucifer is the true God. This is what they all believe. But fascinating, when you look right here, you look at the uh, Star of David on the Pope's mitre. This one is Pope Benedict wearing this... uh, Gem encrusted gold uh, had the Dagon fish head, which quite frankly also represents the male's genital. Now we go back to the um, 
um, Diabolus once again. So part of this death cult is it's also a sex cult, and it's obsessed with the male figure at sodomy. McKee's been sending a lot of uh, nasty emails. I've, I've, the males blocked most of them. But they call me all sorts of names, which just goes to show you that I was right about the whole thing the whole time. He really was just a farce. So I would stay away with that guy as, as much as possible. He's dangerous. Any man that calls you all these calling names and just does all he has to do, he's just full of hate. And maybe he is. He has a problem with Asperger. Maybe he's, I don't know, maybe it's one of the claims. But as you go through this, once again, it's a great article. I recommend, if that's you, Andrew, or anybody else, sharing it with uh, people. But as you keep on scrolling down, you'll see all these different uh, talismans, symbols, uh, the different versions of this excited star how it's all part of the Roman or the Satanic world empire. It's been around forever, and it does represent Satan. So when you see that blue flag of Israel, remember they're a big part of it. So we're talking about the Jews that are not, and how the, you know if you look at Freemasonry and even the Jesuits and everyone else, and basically, they're uh, mystery schools and the thematic Judaism uh, came out of, uh, you know. Basically, we're still under Mystery Babylon. <clears throat> did he get rid of that one? Oh, that's a shame if he did, anyways. Um, anyways, a skull cap that uh, Pope Francis had. Maybe I just pissed. I was pissed. I missed. But you can look up the skull cap, Star David, David, uh, Pope's, oh, I don't know, I know that I'm saying this right, but let's find a skull cap. So, anyways, you see him wearing basically the same thing, and oh yeah, and if you, I'll send you the imagery here. But if you go through there, you'll start seeing the bluest star, uh, the star of David, and the six-point star. Um, Roman, oh there, Roman Catholic doc, or. Oh, cool. That's where it's at. I was in the wrong one, Roman Catholic. But, um, yeah, so send this. Hopefully I can, it will pop up for you, but you can just look up there. This uh, cap of Sybil, uh, Kippa, the Zukiti, the Z-U-Zukiti, I guess it is, Z-U-C-C-H-E-T-T-I. And... Um, you know, what we're witnessing, unfortunately, is the absolute corruption of the teaching of Christ, and what we're witnessing is the amalgamation of thematic Judaism with the, the 
biblical historical prophetic antichrist system. That's what we're witnessing, and we're all trapped in it. And it's quite a drag. So, But this is a good book because this is an opportunity to address over and over again. I don't know if that popped up or not. I think I said. Maybe you can find it this way. <clears throat> but you can just look it up. Uh, Roman Catholics really, really worship. They worship Satan. Oh, there we go. We just right there. We just used uh, they do all the looking. So when we look at this, we say, oh, the Roman Catholic Church has been taken over by the Jews. Well, they're right. problem is, when was it taken over? And I'll try to tell you that it happened in the Vatican Council too, but it's looking like it's been going on for a very, very, very long time. A very long time. Um, because of our ignorance of understanding the fact that we live in the Roman Empire system and that it's been around for 2,000 years and we try to convince us that it disappeared a long time ago, we can have a hard time grasping our own reality. Just as it turns out that the world that we live in, it really is the flat. But I expect most people not to accept what I say. The only thing I ask you is do you spend the amount of time that I spent to figure out if it is or not which is not a couple videos on one night. I hope I plant the seed and you may see that. Because the deception is incredible. Even what the world we look at, even the religion that we believe that we believe in, everything, the country that they told us that we live in, the economic system that they told us that we operate under, the schooling system, everything is based on a satanic lie. Which naturally would be the case because Satan is the prince of this world. God has allowed Satan to rule. Which then the really important question is why? Now, a lot of people say it's because of uh, what happened in the Garden of Eden stuff like, well, Satan, supposedly, and, you know, there's something with Eve, and that's where Cain came from, and all that kind of, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why God allows it to happen. I don't think I could think is there's some kind, now we talk about divine rule, divine the right to the rule, the rule, the divine right to rule. And this all goes back to Satan and why Satan is here and why he's still here. And it goes back to something to do with the fall of man and what exactly happened. And logically, I think one should spend some time figuring that out. In other words, understanding all this takes a lot of time. you got to really turn off the television. And turn off a lot of the propaganda because we're all heavily under it. All of us. When we speak of power here, we must examine it. This power is mind control, which has come about as a result of constant bombardment of religious propaganda. 
This religious propaganda is skillfully organized world government religion, which gives every appearance of Orthodox Christianity. Of course, along with the what's going on in Hollywood, one of the things that I think of in the Jews is that because they're so under the curse, you know, of the synagogue of Satan, and they really are wicked, and they have, um, not all of them, well, listen, everyone's wicked, so. And if you're still a Jew in 2015, there's something probably wrong. <laughs> the rule of Jewish ruling elite, and going on in the media and all that, and how they are the ones who are the best, really, at promoting filth, sexual perversion. We have to take that into account. Now, the Jesuits in Rome are really good at, at fables and, and um, what am I going to say here? Uh, superstition, extreme superstition. So uh, I can see why Satan would blend the two together. All wicked. One of the, the, the propaganda out there is that the Catholics killed the Protestants, and the Protestants and they killed the Jews, and the Protestants killed the Jews and the, um, the Catholics. But of course, the Jews never killed anybody. Well, we witnessed firsthand in the past uh, 50 years or so, well, now it's, what, it's almost 60 years, 70 years, 70 years, that um, that is not the case, is it? Jews, quote-unquote, Jews are just capable of slaughtering people as anybody else. It gradually carries millions... Okay, we sit here. The, okay, gives every appearance of Orthodox Christianity. <clears throat> this, this world government religion. It gradually carries millions to completely false Christianity without any knowledge on the part of the victims of its evil intent. It crosses every church affiliation and denomination, including the Roman Catholic Church and Islam and all the other ones. And is radiated out from each as if it had started within Christianity. It's only a veil of this deception. And of course, you know, you've had all these many, many, many centuries the uh, Vatican has to pretend itself to be Christianity, Christian, and of course it would carry on the same veil of deceit of Protestantism, etc. So, naturally, this would be the case. And that's what we see today. The British Empire does not have to operate in its own name anymore. Then a series of conglomerate corporations operate under the name of the parent company. Anyone knows that if he will think for a moment that many things which are, such as corporations, operate under a different name from that of the owner. Almost every store or business in America has a name other than that of the owners. Therefore, why is it possible 
to believe that the British Empire can carry on world revolution under the name or front other than British Empire. Now we'll extend that and carry this on a little bit. So the British Empire can carry on on world revolution under a name or front other than the British Empire. And this could be carried on to the Roman Empire. And the Roman Empire and the Vatican do the exact same thing, Kevin. Yes, we're reading a fine book of Jesuit sophistry, Catastry. And isn't it good that we the first year of our studying as we search for the truth, we learn about Jesuit sophistry, Catastry, and the Jesuits and Rome and how they operate. So when we recognize this, we're not forgiving Britain at all. We're just recognizing the deception of what is being left out. Does this mean we don't read it? Oh, yes, we do read this. We just add in the missing pieces. By the way, we can also say this about the Jewish Empire and how it is uh, masterfully used all of everybody to blame for everything. Haven't they? Oh, the Jews have no power. Well, you remember, the, the, like I said, the finest example, the symbol of power is the Supreme Court justices. You have, once again, six Roman Catholics and three Jews. Yes, the Jews have power. They're still not the big dog, but they're still right there behind the big dog, aren't they? Certainly it is not desirable that anyone should know that the kingdom of God on earth means world government via the British Empire, via the Vatican and the Roman Catholic Empire, via etc. So the propaganda says it is to be a kingdom of Christ. And of course we know our Lord Savior's kingdom is not of this world. So we don't have to be deceived by this. Whenever we hear the lips, the, the coming from the lips of man of the kingdom of Christ or the kingdom of this world, we know that it's not of Christ. All of it is of Satan. Yes, God allows it to happen. It certainly does. Because the truth is, 99.9999% of the people that call themselves Christians really don't want Christ. They want the religion. They want the benefits of the satanic system. They don't want the consequences truly of following Jesus Christ. Because they can't see past their front nose. They can't see how close the moon actually is. Or how close the sun is. They can't see that you really can't actually look 60 miles across Lake Michigan and see Chicago which defies, defies all logic. The satanic system has been telling us all along. Based on their own curvature model of the earth, it should be almost a quarter of a mile. The uh, Willis Tower should be a, almost a quarter of a mile under the curve of the earth. Yeah, you can see it. End the discussion. I don't want to talk about it anymore. There's a lot of people really upset about it. You know what? Do your homework. I don't expect anybody to believe this. 
how deep the deception goes, but he goes he goes so deep that even what you're looking at, as far as even in the sky, they've lied to you about. And if they lie to you about going to the moon and what the kingdom of God actually is, what else will they lie to you about? What else are we all capable of lying about? Yeah, I put my faith in Jesus Christ if I were you and anybody else uh, who is interested in the future wants to know the truth. And you know what that means is? I'm going to tell you what that means. That means that you really believe every word that's in that book that came out of his mouth. And if you have a hard time doing that and you struggle with it, which you should, you beg for mercy, you beg for faith in it. You say, well, I'm not a bad person. Truth of the matter is, most of you who listen to this never had the opportunity uh, to actually demonstrate really how bad you are. But I would recommend that you study World War II and World War One and what's going on in Afghanistan and Iraq and what's going on now in Paris. Learn about all the many things that are going on and ask yourself, really? Are you really not that bad? None's good but one. That sure isn't Michael Adams. Anyways, this is quite simple but devastating in its effect, this propaganda, this kingdom of Christ. An examination of this uh, scheme will um, prove that British-Israel propaganda is not Christianity any more than Roman Catholicism, but a political religion and an instrument of the power politics to unify nations through religious deception under the British slash Roman Empire, led and controlled spiritually out of the Vatican, economically out of the little city of London, militarily out of Washington, D.C. The propaganda is never expanded in political terms and can never be recognized as a political plot unless and until we can see that it is coded with spiritual and biblical language. Those it controls are absolutely helpless to break its spiritual deceit until they gain a proper knowledge of the true kingdom of God, which is not found on this earth. This deceit is so absolute that those who believe it think that the earthly kingdom religion originates in holy writ. 
They can't honestly believe that the kingdom of God on earth is a bastard Jewish slash Babylonian slash Dagonian slash Mithrian slash mystery Babylonian slash religion to control humanity under a world government, British slash Roman Empire. It is a devil religion which appeals to a chaotic world. Most people who believe this kingdom religion have never heard it under terms British Israel or Anglo Israel or Jesuitical America or Jesuitical Roman Empire stemming out of the Vatican and etc. They believe it to be Christianity and deny any connection with British slash Roman Israel. Or should I say Roman slash British Israel. It is an age-old Aryan heresy, as we shall see when you share this age-old Aryan heresy. We know we're listening to a Roman Catholic. Thank you for giving yourself away on the very first page of the very first chapter. Anonymous person. Since British slash Roman propaganda gains mind control through spiritual deceit, it needs no political organization or organizational structure of any kind. It simply operates through existing churches and evangelical organizations like the Roman Catholic Church and the Baptist Church. And the, and the Pentecostal Church and the Mormon Church and the Episcopal Church and the Anglican Church and the Islamic Church and the Jewish synagogues and everyone else. Brick and mortar churches. So, uh, we can't defeat Roman slash British Israel by attacking political organizations, church groups, denominations, or evangelical associations, etc. We must expose the Roman slash Jesuit British Israel kingdom religion which they teach. From this approach, all be exposed upon the basis of their uh, unanimous perversion of the kingdom of God. The synagogue is Satan. Mystery Babylon. This is the bias, the basis, upon which the world is being deceived into the new order of the ages. Let us examine the light of a worldwide radio ministry of Herbert W. Armstrong. Herbert W. Armstrong's propaganda organization is British Israel, and he is accused of it many times, which he, of course, consistently denies, because he's actually controlled by the Jesuits. Many of the people who accuse him of it believe it themselves under another name and through another church organization. 
So nothing is gained here, only self-contradiction by two people with the same religion. The minute both are condemned for their kingdom religion, they promptly become allies. And isn't this the case? Now we know why the Protestants are so eager to fight the Pope's wars. And all other differences fade away. It is essential and necessary. Earthly kingdom religion which unites them all. Regardless of what church name they assume and how much they believe they are opposed to each other. Now we're starting to understand this whole game they've been playing, Protestant against Catholic. It's part of the strategy. In the Jews, don't forget about the Jews. The Jews are, are behind it all. At least one third of it. If you look at the the visual representation of the world New World Order, the Supreme Court justices. As long as they have the kingdom religion in common, nothing else matters. A Jehovah's Witness has more in common with a fundamentalist Baptist or a Roman Catholic or a Jew than either of them believe, or any of them believe. Both have a world kingdom religion, and this is all that is necessary to unite them against Christ's spiritual kingdom. This Yes, this also is how the Jew-baiters get wealthy under the pretense of Christianity. They condemn the so-called Jews and promote Judaism or Judo-Christianity, as I just added, kingdom of God on earth under the name of Christianity. They get away with millions of dollars, or as far as Rome and the Knights of Malta, Jesuits, they get away with trillions of dollars. Well, they all get away with all that, don't they? They just pat each other's back and put a few of their millions of their dollars or their talisman in each other's pockets and kill millions of innocent people in the Middle East for the kingdom on earth. God's the kingdom of God. They get away with millions of dollars and no one recognizes that their earthly kingdom religion is only Judaism and a world world government religion, otherwise known as Judaism slash Christianity, which was really a mystery Babylon. The Antichrist system. The appearance, the veil, the thin fear fail of biblical Christianity or biblical Judaism. Isn't it interesting how we're all deceived? The reason this is turned Jew bait is because a Jew is the bait to deceive one into Judaism disguised. And once we know, remember the Pope is wearing the blue hexagram on top of his hat. He's wearing that little beanie thing that the Jews wear. 
We will discuss later British Israel in the form of Jew bait as promoted by such traitors as Gerald L. K. Smith and was promoted by the late Elizabeth Dilling and the Jesuits, which I just added. Because the state of Israel is a Jesuit creation. And yes, there's most likely a very dominating Talmudic Jewish element in Jesuitism. Sure, why not? It's all the same. It's all part of the mystery Babylon. British propaganda is advanced on two seemingly opposite fronts. Political communism, which we know was created by who? Give me an R. Give me an O. Give me an M. Give me an E. What does that spell? Rome. Political communism is its left-wing front and tactical phase of fundamental Christianity or spiritual communism or spiritual formations or uh, the spiritual exercises of shall we go on, Ignatius Loyola or the Talmudic Jews and their Talmud and their legalizing, you know, sodomizing kids and raping little girls and stealing your money and robbing you blind. Why not? Rome's allowed to do that. Britain's allowed to do that. The United States of America's allowed to do that. At least the United States is the United government. They want to come over tonight and throw me and haul me in jail and do anything they want to with me, they actually pretty much can do it. Because, you see, they are part of the kingdom of their God on earth. The tactical phase of fundamental Christianity and spiritual communism, the British-slash-Roman-Israel kingdom of God on earth is its right-wing front and ultimate world world order. Since there's anonymous here, and since there's anonymous, and of course, there's really no plagiarizing here. I can just add whatever I want to. I don't know my studies. It designed a pop, uh, polarity of communism versus the coming world kingdom of God. It's a prepared action, counter-action, counter-reformation process. As the anti-communist temple gains strength, the world is moved closer to one global crystallization with complete inhabitation of national initiative, or inhibition of national initiative. In order to turn the anti-communist movement from treason to true patriotism, we must remove the spirit of communism from our land. Well, it's really shocking when you think about that. They just have to remove the spirit of communism from our land and put spirit of fascism 
all leads the same. You and I are going to be oppressed. Our children are going to be oppressed under the system even more than they already are. Thank you for putting the fasci's there. Staring at the Pope with his two Jesus behind him and the two fasci's on each side. It happened. That was our reward for fighting World War II and sending so many of our boys to their death to defend democracy. It is difficult to enter into a debate without warning the reader that his own thoughts and words have been cleverly twisted in order to move him in opposite direction to that which he intends and to do so without his knowing. For instance, if a man has known north from south since childhood, he comes upon a crossroad where north and south signs have been switched, certainly he does not ponder, but pursues the wrong direction to a destination opposite to that intended, unless one recognizes his terrain I guess this only applies in the night, in the dark, huh? Uh, confused mind can quickly reach a state of total breakdown simply by re- reversing world word meanings. This is how they do it. So this is all about the law reversal. Will they bring it up? We'll find out. I wonder if my neighbor even realized what he was doing when he was giving me this. I wonder if it's just like a all the other folks who've been sending me stuff about how the world is not flat. The Bible says otherwise. My own eyes say otherwise. I probably would try to use this whole flat earth thing as one of those agenda things. Oh, did it get too much uh, momentum? It is fascinating if you look it up. Just look up the past week, uh, new videos on the flat earth of the past 24 hours. I can't think of anything else that's exploding the way it is. Is it the government behind it all? Really? The problem with the government is this. Rome's behind it. Russia's behind it. China's behind the space initiative. So they've all been lying to all of us. Do you think this might be part of this new world order while well, they're going to use this as a strategy to convince people in the end? You see, you can't trust government. The problem with all this is the UN was behind this. Once again, Rome was behind this and Britain was behind this. Everyone was behind this. So even if we have a one world government, a new world order, a kingdom of God on earth, it still will be based on a bunch of frickin' lies. I'm going back to the word of God, clinging to that and using my own senses, developing as much as I can critical thinking, and if I find contradiction, I will try to find the right answer. 
I realize what this means. This means no group for me. As much as I wanted to be in the group a couple of years ago, there's no group for me if I want to know the truth. Frightening prospects. I think about my son. If I tell him the truth of what I've discovered, knowing that what that means for him in this world. And the only thing I can hope of hope is that my Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, will have mercy upon mercy upon mercy on him. This is going to be the only hope we have. That's it. Because it's all a lie. It's all a freaking lie. And it's not my private interpretation, unfortunately. Truth of the matter is I'm really not that smart to have my own private interpretation. Let's go on with this. So a confused mind can quickly reach the state of total breakdown simply by reversing word meanings. A whole nation can be motivated along a certain course of action uh, inimical to its uh, vital interest by manipulating high-sounding principles and ideals to implicit inconsistencies and self-contradictions. Oh, it was communist Russia. No, it's Islam. No, it's Al-Qaeda. No, it's ISIS. We go from, in a decade, Bush to Obama. mind control, isn't it, folks? Best thing you could ever do in your life is turn off that television. The best thing you ever could do in your life is never pay and get uh, another second of your time on the political system, especially national, even local. The best thing you could ever do if you're going to be a true follower of Jesus Christ is abandon the kingdom of God on this earth because it's of Satan. It's not of our Heavenly Father. It's not of Jesus Christ. Yes, the Heavenly Father allows it. Because truth of the matter is, once again, most people don't want Him, if we're honest. Dear Heavenly Father, I beg of you to have mercy. I beg of you to have mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. Take me where you want to take me. For you're God and the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is your only begotten Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, Yahshua, the Messiah. And you know what? There's really nowhere else to go at this point. Is there? really nowhere else to go. All right, where are we at this? Oh, yeah, so, okay, this concept, clever you use, can openly operate sedition, sedition in any country and within the law of the land. Propaganda 101. It is possible, and it is a fact, being done 
that the United States Constitution is being used to help overthrow the American government. Thank you, Jesuits, and thank you, Rome. And uh, we see today, what do we got? We have a Roman Catholic country, a Roman Catholic government. That's what we have. We have a Roman government, and as has been always, the grand, the Holy Grail really is the city on seven hills. It really is the Vatican, the papacy. And it matters not if you're Catholic to control it. It matters not if you even believe in Jesus Christ. For the dragon gives us its power. I hope you understand that. The dragon gives us its power. Oh no, it's Jerusalem. Oh yeah, it's Jerusalem, all right. See, Jerusalem's part of the Kingdom of God, the Roman Empire. Those Jews who are not, who are part of the synagogue of Satan, have simply transferred their element, their part of this kingdom of God on earth system of Satan and amalgamated along with all the other false religions represented in Rome. And the crown in London, the city of London, square mile city of London, Washington, D.C., that apparently has been owned prior to the Civil War, the Revolutionary War, and solidified its ownership after the Civil War. Rome, Maryland. And of course, this precious constitution that we swear by and say this means so much to us. Well, simply all that did was just have a opening the doors. Open that door just a little bit more for Rome to take over everything. Yes, there has been a bit of a conflict going on between the uh, British elites and Rome. Yes, there has been a Protestant element even to this day in this country, quote, unquote. But that Protestant element in the end always falls back in line. when they're both feeling threatened and they both feel that they can benefit because they're all part of the kingdom of God on earth. And once again, we know the kingdom of God on earth. The small g is Lucifer. And of course, they never taught this in public school. They never taught this in our Protestant churches or our Roman Catholic churches or our Jewish synagogues. Did they? Thanks for nothing, priestcraft. Thanks for nothing, pastor. Thanks for nothing, priest. Thanks for nothing, bishop. Thanks for nothing, because that's all you actually offered. 
Thanks for nothing. We intend to prove here that the concealed object of conservatism, which is Catholicism, universalism, Americanism, and patriotism is the promotion of what is termed fundamental Christianity. And we blindside the rest of the world with fundamental Christianity by telling them that they're final mental Christians. Is educating the American people for world government, which of course means the sacrifice of America as an independent nation. Now their religion is a legal as well as any other under the United States Constitution. Now we're talking about fundamental Christianity. I don't know of a religion called fundamental Christianity, do you? There really isn't one. It's just a blanket term, a generic term, and whatever they want to do, they could throw it at you. It could be the Mormons tomorrow. It could be the Jehovah's Witnesses tomorrow. It could be the Bible-believing Christians tomorrow. It could be the Roman Catholics tomorrow. It's whatever they want to call that time period the fundamental Christianity. You and I, who probably listen to, you know, those listen to this show probably feel that we are fundamental Christians. So do a of a lot of other people. Whether it fits the definition in, you know, Webster's Dictionary doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if it fits your own definition of what a fundamental... It doesn't matter what Walter Reed says what a fundamental Christian is. What really matters is in power who they say a fundamental Christian is. Now, their, their religion is as legal as any other under the United States Constitution. What that means. But it is treason and subversion and no more pro-American than would be an invading army of Roman Catholics from Latin America. Simply by changing the meaning of Christianity to the opposite of truth, they are able to carry on a well-organized, highly respectful sedition with immunity from prosecution and every advantage for protection. There never was separation of church and state in this country, ever. Ever. All those people promoting some kind of revolution, some Protestant revolution. You're a deceiver and a liar. You didn't even know. They have every advantage of the law without fear of persecution. They are in a quasi or extra legal haven. Like the Roman Catholic Church is recognized by an independent state in this country. Mind you, the Baptist Church isn't that I know of. 
that I know of. They are engaging in what can accurately be termed legal treason. For purpose of this discussion, we may many we many times use quotation marks around a word or phrase to designate it as the common usage today. But that same word in conventional uses meant just the reverse. We use regular quotations when making a direct quote from a source of information, but in most cases, quotes around words and phrases are intended to convey what such words or phrase has been manipulated to disguise betrayal. In order to clear up the confusion that has been imposed upon us, we must understand the original meaning of our own language as well as how it is being misused against us. Including this piece of Jesuit sophistry that we're reading right now. This is a vital and we can't hope to pursue correct action unless our thinking fits our language. And our language communicates our thinking. So badly have Americans been bewitched by their own language, we have in this text invented terms and ideas to help unscramble the confusion by reversing the law of reversal, the double think language that came from where? Oh, that's right. England, right? For example, we have used the term Christian, in quotes, communism to show the essential unity of the belief of the, quote, fundamentalists in the quote, and those of their supposed enemies, Roman Catholics. A word or phrase can be placed in a different context and through a process of repetition will change its meaning in short order. After a new usage becomes dominant, we use it based on its root and original meaning. It not only will deceive the listener, it will deceive the user unless he understands. Twenty years ago, the term fundamental Christianity meant basic or orthodox Christianity. As As derived from Apostolic teachings today, through improper uh, application intended to hide deceit, fundamental Christianity means premillennialism, a world social state supposed headed by Christ, or in this case would be Antichrist, the vicar of Christ, Rome, the papacy. The Pope, Black Pope, White Pope, Red Pope, which Pope, which flavor of Pope we like today. It is hard to imagine how very unfundamental to Christianity a worldly and material kingdom would be. Nevertheless, the fundamentalists slash universalists slash 
Catholics term their hope for a natural Messiah. The Vicar of Christ. Uh, Christianity, therefore, a fundamental, quote, when his quotations refer to in the British Israel Kingdom religion, not original Christianity, which you will not find in brick and mortar churches today. Or replicate the pagan church of Rome, of Babylon. Definitions and concepts are all important. It is not uh, the words or expressions we use, but their meaning and common uses. And it is not always what we believe, but why do we believe it? So critical is the idea that our whole thought process turns either one direction or the other upon it. For example, Christians believe Christ has a kingdom, and professing Christians believe also that Christ has a kingdom. What? For example, Christians believe Christ has a kingdom, and professing Christians believe Christ has a kingdom. While both have the name Christian, both do not have the Christian faith. Christians believe that Christ's kingdom is grace and salvation, a spiritual kingdom. Amen to that. And that's talking about Amon Ra. Professing, or as stated above, fundamental Christians believe that Christ's kingdom is yet to be in the form of material earthly paradise. Catholicism. Universalism, ecumenicalism, or ecumenicalism. Although the fundamentalists or the pre-millennialists, Catholics, talk about grace, they only do so to achieve a closer identity to Christianity. They have a hybrid or mongrel faith which deceives them away from Christ to a Judaic the Pharisees, the Phariseeism, which is antithetical and opposite to Christianity. So here we have two people called Christians. The world believes they are both Christians, and they themselves, and they themselves believe they are Christians. But when we get at the understanding of why and the definition of what they believe, we come to a polarity or a positive and a negative. So pretty much, not too many people that are real Christians. <laughs> Furthermore, the fundamentalists believe one must obey God's law for fear of physical punishment. Christians believe one must obey God's law because they love their Savior. Both concepts are based on obedience, but it is why we should obey that turns us either to legalism or to Christianity or followers the way Another enlargement of this concept in regard to our study of legal sedition or legal treason is the mass promotion promotion of America today of literature, radio broadcasts, and books 
which are preparing the American people for a gigantic famine and mass starvation. <clears throat> really? When we inquire into the exact meaning and use of the propaganda, we see that the, it is two-dimensional and is designed to develop a certain thought process, no matter which initiative or from what angle we approach it. The fundamentalists or the Catholics, universalists, believe and promote the idea that a future famine is a judgment of God according to their interpretation of the book of Revelations. As we shall see, Christ's kingdom has nothing to do with famine on earth, only as imputed to do so by fake Christians. Anti-communists or patriots believes that planned famine is a communist plot, meaning political communism in this sense. There is a tactic of famine, scarce and hysteria, scarce and hysteria, which may in fact be brought to occur to fulfill the expectations of twisted prophecy. In other words, the scriptures are twisted to furnish the climate and oh wow, climate change. And mind you, this was written in, uh, prior to 1970, and only published in 1970, but it was written prior to 1970. Sanctioned to lead America into a world government under the fear hysteria that is divine judgment. The air is. Saturated with these uh, perverted prophecies of things to come, and when they are performed or enacted on the world stage, the deception is compounded many times. A prophesied famine is not so much to starve the physical body of food, but to control humanity spiritually. Here again, it is not the idea of whether or not there will be a famine, but what it is it. What is its meaning and the, is the important thing? Understanding the use, or us, the use, being made of famine propaganda gives us at the same time the know-how to expose it. In other words, anything that we see is according to famine, the removal of jobs, all the wars in this world are not judgments of God. They're not part of the Bible, but they are part of the parcel of the symptom of living under the satanic system. And it's only by the mercy of God will any of us get through or get, uh, escape any of it. I don't want to convince you that you're a bad Christian because you experienced it. They want to convince you because you're a bad person because you might experience losing job, starving, the divorce. It's all your fault. Never of it. You're just just a terrible sinner. What's most likely you are? The reason why all this is happening is because we live under Satan's rule. under Satan's rule. 
Everything's a lie. Everything's a lie except I wonder what page I'm even on. I'm using your your the what you gave me, Andrew, here, and I just don't know what page I'm on. That's one bad thing is it just goes by chapter. Ah, I have to look it up. Now let's see. Now there are books such as Ill Fares The Land by Dan P. Van Gardner, which makes no use of prophecy in itself to promote the idea of famine, but this does not change the concept of propaganda use at all. Predictions of famine or economic collapse or war or whatever it may be are just simply propaganda. Predictions of famine based upon a communist plot and mismanagement of government has the double effect of misapplying cause and effect. It is like creating a problem and a crisis and purporting to expose the crisis instead of the perpetrators of it. Or if perpetrators are exposed, they are fronts or stalking horses. For example, on page uh, 8 of the above-named book is the statement, the American government for the past 40 years has done more to help communism succeed than have all the non-communist nations of the world combined. Now, the statement is accurate, but its use serves the seditious cause of the author. It is the intention of the author to confuse the, the definition of communism by using a half-truth to build an erroneous concept. As he has it, communism is the enemy instead of the instruments of the enemy. Communism is the enemy instead of the instrument of the enemy. He has it. Communism is the enemy. Okay. Of course, his presumption of any anti-communism would mean that communism is synonymous with Russia. Except for his desire to mislead, why would not the author reveal that Russia, as it exists, is a Jewish Masonic slash Jesuit slash Roman achievement? See, they neglected to put the Jesuits in Roman or something. Used as the base of operation to decoy, uh, decoy the Anglo-American finance. Communism, as he implies, it means nothing only as a dummy state from which to operate wars to kill American troops and to serve as a catch-all for the blame of what ail, ails us, which must be put on somebody, uh, 
If the author of this book uh, oriented planned famine uh, to the proper cause, the book would not be mass-produced by war, uh, Western islands, and he would be lucky to exist. So we say, again, what such propaganda on the secular level is not designed to starve the body, but to control the mind. By confusing cause and effect, word meaning, thereby gaining mental control. The only absolute tyranny is mind control, which gives the tyrants the power to create the will of the people to their own enslavement. Has the meaning of the English language been reversed to serve the masters of thought control? Sure. It's when we have public relations. That's what it's all about. It's all about lying. We believe it has, and by the way, um, it goes further than that. We believe it has, and we believe we can reveal how it is controlling 200, now 300 and something million Americans who believe they live in a free country when really they live in a European Roman corporation satellite state of the Roman Empire. It has never done anything independently or, or autonomous. Who Russia and this country have been good buddies for a very long time. At least since the American Russian Corporation itself. That in, in truth, we never were in Cold War with Russia. In truth, we will never go to war with Russia. And Russia will never go to war with us. In truth, we're all part of the same empire. In truth, what's going on in Syria with Russia is simply them taking over what this country is failing to do, which take over. In truth, that double-headed eagle that's on the Russian flag is also found in the British flags. And yes, we are a British colony. In truth, there's never been some anti-Jew Catholic propaganda. Well, there was some very faces. In truth, there is no real war Catholics against the Jews. As we see, the Jesuits created the state of Israel. In truth, they never really care. Caesar Maximus is simply the image of this beast system that we live under. It's interesting, I've been watching, coming outside every night, watching the moon. It's a crescent moon. And it's a different path that it has every night. And it has now disappeared from the sky. And it's not just because of the clouds. It has a different path every night. One of the arguments that I heard about the flat earth today was because of the uh, suggestion that 
the moon and the sun. If it was a flat disk, that we would see the moon or the sun and starting out in a northeastern trajectory and ending in a northeastern trajectory, if you will. In other words, an arch. We witness it. By the way, we do. <laughs> it's just how many people have ever paid attention to the sun or the moon. Most of you are busy. They keep you very, 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 very busy. But most of you never really pay attention. Including myself. So I'm not condemning you. I'm not looking down on anybody. The truth of the matter is we live in a we're debt slaves living under this Roman system. Divide and conquer. And the ultimate goal in all of this those in the know, the ruling elite, whether worshipping Baphomet or Baal or Satan himself, are out it for themselves. And they're just exploiting all the rest of us. It's the same thing that's been going on for thousands of years. Isn't that amazing? The only difference is technology today. We live in boxes, we stare at boxes, we drive in boxes, we walk in boxes, kept from our reality. Well, let me rephrase that. We kept from God's reality. Chasing after talismans, living on our slave diet. Acting as if somehow we'll figure it all out. Here has the meaning of English language has been reversed to serve the masters with thought control? Yes, 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 yes. Propaganda, the, the propaganda mill or public relations grinds consistently or constantly, to instill fear and confusion. Isn't that the case? Every angle is worked upon up to bring on a desperate air of imminent chaos. Order out of chaos. Hardly a day passes without at least a hundred different publications and radio programs teaching the myth of overpopulation. Is adding pressure by the minute to imminent mass famine and disease. Whole life we've been hearing this. The whole, our whole lives we've been hearing this. The uh, peril of hydrogen war or mutual annihilation goes out constantly. Isn't this really? This is a very insightful paragraph here. What's the solution to all of it? They always have one. It's a world government of God. 
the new world order. Only the God of this world can save us now by taking all political authority, says the religious propaganda. One Roman Catholic slash British Israel publication stated that only the quote with the inauguration of the new order poverty, oppression, and distress will vanish from earth divine laws divine right to rule and the perfect economic system of the kingdom will take the place of old and ensure equitable distribution of the blessings of life to all men, end of quote. So we solve our problems with the kingdom of God, communism slash fascism slash Romanism, but they, of course, do not call it communism. There are many propaganda tricks. Alger Hiss, or Hess, was called a communist, to the inference being that he was some kind of Russian agent. This is an application of cause and effect and leads all suspicion away from the fact that Alger Hiss was a British slash communist slash Rhodes Scholar slash Romanist. We understand that Karl Marx was trained by the Jesuits. She didn't mention that, but I put that in there. And apparently had some kind of communications with, ooh, Adam Whitehoff. That was a communist. Ooh, did he not come from London? Oh, if he existed. Oh, that's a very good statement. If he existed. Isn't that interesting? If he existed. There is a term. Christ or chaos. Christ is the only hope. What do these terms mean? And how are they used? They imply and teach that a political Christ, a worldly Caesar can save us from communism by Russia to be exchanged for communism by the kingdom of God on earth. The idea behind this propaganda is to drive people to expect and accept a worldly Christ named the Vicar of Christ, Pontifus Maximus, a political world government as the alternative to absolute anarchy. Then we hear the term, this, quote, this is a Christian nation, end of quote. And we are therefore God's people. How much explanation does it take to demonstrate that this repetitive statement teaches a national religion? A nation is a political and geographical entity and a corporation, by the way. A kingdom 
of this world. To apply the word Christian to any nation is to apply Christianity to um, I never the Phariseeism or Roman slash British Israelism, Jesuitism. Even if the Supreme Court says America is a Christian nation, it is not. Then the quote patriots and the quote say for God, end quote, and country, end quote. This again promotes Jesuit slash Roman slash British Israel, suggesting and teaching that God will condemn and then bless this country. The word God, when used with the country, could only mean God of this world, who is Satan. Where is our wisdom? What about the idea of, quote, one world under God's law, end of quote? What is a world under God's law? Law refers to something legal, uh, to ordinance or political governments, governments. This is only a trick to lead away from a world under God's grace. Quote, a world under God's law, and a quote, applies to national or international Israel. A world under God's grace applies to a spiritual Israel. The faithful of Christ, the first promotes British slash Roman slash Jesuit Israel, fake Jews. The second promotes Christianity, true Christianity. The Roman slash Jesuit slash British Israel promotes its kind of its kingdom religion within organized Christianity and is also very much active in political forces. Heck, look at all the Roman Catholic and the Jesuits in the, and our federal government. I'll never get the image out of my head of a Jesuit pope in front and two. Jesuits behind him, the Jesuit vice president, the Jesuit whatever Boner was, and beside them, the fasci that 60 years ago wasn't there. But it never promotes communism in its own name neither spiritual communism nor political communism nor fascism. No, it promotes democracy. It promotes capitalism, but only in word. Only in words. Like a boomerang, if the communists are traced, they become... Jesuit slash Roman slash British communists. If the CFR members are traced, they are interlocked with the Pilgrim Society, whose source and reputation is in England, which has been controlled by the Jesuits for many centuries now, folks. If the political action runs constantly, 
against American people, we will find that the Masons in power are under the direction of the Grand Logs of England, which is controlled by the Black Pope. All of them are united in their subversive world brotherhood religion. If socialism is in the vogue and the street rioters are rampant, we find no justice in Masonic courts whose Masonic judges are dedicated to the destruction of national sovereignty of the United States of America. If the Christian churches who once taught the Trinity and the deity of Jesus Christ now teach and preach, now teach that peace will come via the earthly kingdom, we find that it is Jesuit slash Roman Catholic slash Jewish slash British Israelism. Israel, which is promoting the Jewish kingdom religion as Christianity. If, England, if American people are driven to insanity with so-called Russian communism, they, of course, have to accept, quote, Christ or chaos, and quote, quote, Christ, and quote, being the uh, Messiah of a nearly foolproof false Christianity if supplies, if supplies to the Vietcom are traced. They come not via, uh, this is uh, Bookaboo, Russia, but via Her Majesty's ships of the United Kingdom, which we are part of, because we know that we are what? A British colony. And we know what? Rome controls it through the Jesuits. Yeah. Who go in and out of the ports of Haipong, unbombed and unexposed, in the American press because it was Spelly's war. Like a boomerang, if the United Nations Charter is traced, it was spawned upon Jesuit slash Roman slash Jewish slash British communism, yes, British trade road scholars and masons. One of the main propaganda performances of the British Israel is to establish Judas goat fronts and phony oppositions. Very much sounds like a Roman Catholic now, isn't it? Almost all the students of the revolution have heard of the term Zionism, Illuminati, capitalism, conspiracy, communist, uh, conspiracy, socialism, and the Talmud. Remember, this was written back in the late 1960s. Once again, 50 years ago, folks. Almost. That's how behind the times we all are. All of us. Even the propagandists, even the shills, even the disinformant information agents. All of us. are walking bobbleheads thinking we have any clue about what the hell is going on. Let's get honest. These terms are fronts for British slash Jesuit slash Roman Catholic slash Judo-Christian Israel. 
American press is directed against communism, and now, of course, Mohammedism, but always with the attacks upon the effects rather than the cause, Rome, and their new world order. Never do they mention Jesuit slash Roman slash Jewish slash British communism directed under the spiritual and Christian, a, a spiritual or a spiritual exercise or Christian cloak. Romanism, universalism, ecumenicalism. The Zionists, the communists, the fascists that they did neglected to put in there because they're Romanists, the socialists and the Illuminati, which basically is all active members of the Roman Empire deceiving us, are said to be anti-Christ opposed to the Christian nation. But really are part of that Christian nation, aren't they? It is a struggle between Christ versus Antichrist says their mass propaganda. Jesus Christ is not concerned about who controls the United States government. Why would he be? That's Satan's concern. Whether they are Zionists or Bolsheviks or Jesuits or Protestants or British Zionists, even if every individual of America was a Christian, America would not be a Christian nation in a national or collective sense. The confusion in America today might be termed Antichrist versus Antichrist. As it has nothing to do with the supernatural or divine kingdom of Jesus Christ. So is it, here's, your, here's your choice. You have the Antichrist, the vicar of Christ, as your leader, or will, Satan will give you a different Antichrist. But wherever it turns out to be, and let's don't get into futurism because we don't know. Satan will give you whatever you want as long as it's Antichrist. Inequities such as Social Security, income tax, uh, skyrocketed property taxes, etc., are created to redistribute and confiscate the wealth of the American people and direct it back to Britain and Rome, the Vatican. The political prostitutes of masonry uh, perpetuated themselves in power with money of the people they suppress. Obviously, because they're controlled by the Jesuits. The Black Pope is the number one Freemason. The main, in the main, however, the effects calculated to take hold is first rebellion of the people in a blind revolution to destroy their own freedom by destroying their constitution and the American government. Which has never represented us in the first place. Get right with God. Get right with the true and living God. And not 
the God of this world. And wherever it may take you, let it be. Because your reward is eternal salvation. Not this dung geek. Dumb, dung heap. And you might get a bigger box, but that's all you're going to get. The political prostitutes of masonry, masonry perpetuate themselves in power with the money of the people. They suppress in the main, however, the effect calculated to take hold of this final rebellion of the people and the blind revolution to destroy their own freedom, destroy the Constitution, the American government. When the people are finally driven to revolt, they do not distinguish between their institutions of freedom and the vermin that have corrupted them. This is a very blind statement, and this is definitely jumping into their own propaganda. Because unfortunately, folks, you and I once again live in a British colony controlled by the Jesuits. Our taxes actually go to them. They're ruling late back in Western Europe, and they want to pull a plug on us tomorrow. They will. They're doing it. And they're trying to convince you that we deserved it. That it's our fault. Look how corrupt we are. Oh, yeah. How many of you actually belong to Hollywood and are part of the Hollywood establishment? How many of you are part of the actual political system? How many of you are actually responsible for any of this crap? I'd venture to say none of you, even those of you that might be Jesuit or a uh, part of the disinformation network or part of the propaganda system or part of the whatever you want to call public relations system. You're really not really responsible for it because you don't actually call the shots, do you? You're exploited. You're a victim as we all are of your own ignorance, what reality really is. So what do you want to be, a terror? One of the wheat or one of the tares? This pretty much comes down to, if you want the tares, go join the kingdom of God on earth. If you want to be one of God's children, then let's just knock this silliness off. Let's forget about it, really. Let's focus on reality. Let's get back to reality. Let's get back to what's really going on in front of our faces. And let the rulers of evil rule, as Tupper Saucy would say. Thank goodness the evil men are ruling this country, or this world. Because if the good men tried to do it, as we've seen over and over again, you know what would happen to them? They'd be destroyed by it. Be thankful you're not part of it. Okay, they attack a mass and with one fellow will commit national suicide and few of them will ever know that they were tricked into it. Constructive criticism and blind revolution are two entirely different things, but the dissatisfied and depressed people do not know the difference 
as they grasped for freedom they once had when freedom meant freedom and free men were not were free men were not equal okay whatever that means as if you ever were free we are dealing in the main with the source on inspiration of blind revolution so as to make clear the difference in the overthrow of a government on one hand and the purifying of it on the other the way that people react to injustices and propaganda that are thrusted upon them determines the effect of their efforts to save themselves politically the only way a rebellion can misfire on its incendiary I never can't pronounce it incendiary is for people to properly understand the goal and techniques of revolution the very weapons of propaganda which have Ever revolution, revolution, revolution. Oh, this is the Jesuits' games. The very weapons of propaganda which have whipped the American people to a state of disparity can be turned against their creators instead of the United States government if the people can break the code of the spiritual revolution of the British. Jesuit control uh, Israelism and its pseudonym fundamental Christianity in so doing they can understand the past and predict the future they can identify the Masonic Jesuit controlled arms and legs which carry into effect the political realities of the British Jesuit Jew Roman Catholic Roman Empire Israeli prophecy they can remove the veil of spiritual power and lay bare the gold of the judo masonry to crucify America a resurrector into a world state British slash Jesuit Empire under the alias of the kingdom of God on earth. Let's get reminding you that Britain ain't the ones in charge. But who is again? That's right, in 1213, who's been in possession legally of Rome? Enough Rome. Of the, the British Empire, the British whatever, or the Roman Empire. I'm just admiring that cap of uh, Sybil, the Kippa, the Pope's Zakita. Isn't that beautiful, that nice blue hexagram on top of his forehead? It's just like this big satanic symbol on top of his forehead so Satan and all his minions and all his demons can go flowing into him. What is a pope wearing a beanie cap for? Oh, that's right. Judaism is part of this whole scenario, isn't it? 
must endure, must endure, must endure. We insist that the revolution is over and was won at a point when the American people became sufficiently imbued and indoctrinated with the kingdom message, the idea that there will be a new order called the kingdom of God on earth. All that remains is the final destruction of the form and outward structure of the American government of the mental condition of the American people has already been adequately prepared, and they are now drugged to such an extent that they are witnessing the collapse of the United States, both politically and economically, and they cannot discern its meaning nor understand reality. I knew this almost 50 years ago when this was written, so nothing's changed. It's just nothing's changed. What happened to the grand overthrow? Of what? Who was overthrowing who? It's been the same entities that have been in control of this grand old place all along, people. There's not been a new change of order. We're just now actually recognizing it. And you know how many people are actually recognizing it? You know money, how many are actually recognizing what's really in front of their face? Really, They recognize there's something wrong, but they don't really recognize what's really what's in front of their face. How could they? You know how much time it takes to get to the point where I'm at? Only by the mercy of God I'm even where I'm at. An idiot like me. I really am a moron. I'll be the first to admit it. The American flag still flies over the, sh- the, the shell of a depraved and confused people as they unknowingly wait the final obliteration. Now we're talking the same way that the doomsayers are talking because, remind you, this is Jesuit sophistry where they tell you the truth with the lie and they use their causatory and they confuse things and it makes it become illogical, but I will do my best to remind you of this and Try to redirect us. Our military might is impressive. Our standard of living is at an all-time high, but we are spiritually dead. And I would argue that it's always been that way in this grand old place called the United States of America. That wonderful corporation that 100 years ago was obliterating and killing millions of Native Americans. Okay, let me rephrase that. 150 years ago. Well, wait a minute. Actually, 150 years ago, they were busy killing each other, weren't they? Yeah, it's really been a great place, hasn't it? It's only been a very short period of time where there's been a respite in this brutal place we call the United States of America, the Western Hemisphere, part of the Western civilization, part of the Roman Empire. It's only been the mercy of the Jesuitical handlers, and the fact that right now we are the military-industrial complex of the Roman Empire, and that nothing has happened to us lately, in the past few generations. But mind you, things will happen. They always do, and I'm not fear-mongering. I'm just basing down history, and things happen. Especially because this is how Rome operates. In fact, it cannot operate with all of us being prosperous. It never was intended to operate that way. It's a slave state to begin with, and it's run and controlled by Satan himself. So what were you expecting in this grand old paradise that you live in? 
our military might is impressive and is necessary from part of the Roman Empire and our standard of living is really not that important to them and has only been circumstantial and now everything is being transferred over to other places so that they can now be subjected and be under their Roman control, that being China and Asia. Once they're economically indebted and slave to uh, the Roman system, like with the rest of us, well, then they'll move on to the next phase. But this wonderful piece of Jesuit sophistry wants to blame everything on quote unquote British Israelism when in reality the Jesuit was created British and Israel. British Israelism, whatever it is, which has paralyzed our military machine, has it really? Our military machine is being used as it always has been to operate and perform the crusades necessary. It's just been stretched because as they want to dominate the world, the realization is coming to a head of the past decade and a half that we do not have the capacity, the power, the might, the will, beat the crap out of everybody else for Rome. And hence, now we see the eastern leg of the Roman Empire now joining into the fight because we can't really keep up with all the demands of Rome. The Jesuits, and they don't really care, they have no problem sending us all back into the Stone Ages because they really don't. That's what they really want. <laughs> like the perfect balance of a, a, a gyro, the uh, American people whirl and revolve in all directions as they are moved to the consummation of their destruction concealed within the aurora of Jesuit slash Roman Catholic slash British Israel propaganda which is preparing the edu and educating the people for a new heaven on earth, a world state empire. The American people are not only, not only do not know their enemy, which is the, all their leaders and Christianity as a whole, organized Christianity, they are fighting his battle, his battle being the papacy, Rome, black folk, both foreign and domestic, and they are solidifying their own final ruin, all in the name of Satanism slash Christianity, Americanism and patriotism. Uh, British propaganda has re-educated the people to such an extent, and this is true because we are part of the British Empire and we are British colony, I feel the necessity to bring this over and over again because our whole life we've been told the opposite, that somehow we did something to the British Empire. The British propaganda has re-educated the people to such an extent and removed them so far from the truth that their almost every utterance and action portrays their best interests. Get right with God, folks. Not the God of this world. The true and living God. The God in the Bible. Get right with your true creator, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Get right with him. 
let the chips fall where they may in the satanic world because you're not going to change a damn thing. Further, the deceit, a hardcore patriotism, has been developed which conceals within its betrayal and promotes revolution by exploding and enlarging upon every injustice imaginable while never understanding their reason for being nor the source of their inspiration. Jesuitism. The only echo the propaganda of, uh, quote, suppressed books, and the quote, which were prepared especially for them. Mm-hmm. Now, what we're going through, too. These, quote, suppressed books, and the quotes, which caused, quote, persecuted, and quote, patriots, are the same dusty relics which prepared the rise of the Nazi Jesuits-controlled Germany on the myth that it would free itself from the Jews and whatever. This Jew bait only freed the Germans of their freedom and their nation as as the, quote, Jews, and a quote, made off with their wealth, with which financed the same things, again, on a worldwide scale, which is designed to bring birth to the Jewish slash Jesuit slash Roman Catholic slash Protestant slash British slash New World Order. I remind you once again that this is Jesuitical propaganda in 101. I'm just adding in the details. The Judo Masonry Jesuit Roman Catholic has worked this Jew-bait, Masonic, Aryan, white race scheme since Napoleon, who was controlled by the Jesuits and was a Freemason, and installed the Jesuits into the control of the papacy. Didn't he? To rise up a false nationalism, which are guided to destruction under the banner of for God, that means Satan and God, Satan's country. People are not. People have not been able to recognize this Jewish slash Jesuit slash Roman Catholic slash Protestant slash Satanic Masonic chicanery machinations, which create fictitious Nazi-like Jesuit-inspired attacks upon itself, while it's established its domination and power under other forms and names. It attacks communists and promotes it under the pseudonym of Kingdom of God on Earth. Fascism, people. And we unveil it. And if we unveil it, we will discern its spirit so as to see its uh, machinations under whatever form or name it may appear. It is the spiritual power of the British Jesuit Roman Catholic Roman controlled Jewish Israel Judo Masonry blah blah Illuminati the Roman Empire which you live upon and live in 
Mystery Babylon. Yes, you actually do live in Babylon. But if there's any consolation, you actually aren't Babylon itself. You're only part of Babylon, United States of America. So when they try to tell you that you're the Babylon of the Bible, you are, but you aren't. So you're part of it. Well, we have never been in control of anything. But they do a damn good job trying to convince the rest of the world that we do. Why they're trying to convince people that what's going on in uh, France... The French government, well, the French government's under, um, what is it, control of the United States government. Why the United States government dictates everything that France does. And if you believe that, once again, that old saying goes, I got some oceanfront property in Arizona. But yeah, I got one even better than that. I got some oceanfront property in Ohio. And I want to sell it to you for big bucks so I can get the hell out of here. So if you're ready, you're ready in the game, I, I'm willing to play the game with you. After all, I'm an American and part of the Roman Empire. Although my, the part of being in the Roman Empire, the funny thing is you're just not allowed to go anywhere like you think. It's not so easy to leave our district, our branch, our corporation, the Roman Empire. It's all incorporated. Isn't that amazing? So back to the judo masonry, which causes the hardcore patriots to attack its visible form as they embrace its spirit. The academic race of Anglo-Saxonism is only bait to cast the revolution into seemingly conflicting ideologies. Thank you, Eric John Smelf. You Coagitor, well, knowingly or unknowingly, race wars are financed and directed from both directions as a destroyer of political states. The same finance promotes the kingdom message to establish the spiritual, religio-political state universal. But we won't mention what that is. Okay. Oh, wow. Which That's a great place to stop of all things. I think we'll stop right here and we'll pick up tomorrow on page 33. Wow. What, a, what an idea that would be, huh? So, anyways, I have no idea. Oh, yeah. There's a couple guests here. Probably burn and stuff like that. So. Oh, yes. Hey, but why would he join up with a pseudo child? Now, here we go again with all. Ozzy Luke, disinformation agent and provocateur. Yes, why did you tell me, Mr. Ozzy? Of course, you left. Why you're lying about the fact that you never were ever arrested and there's no arrest warrant for you and. Um, um, 
which is please be kind to <laughs> I don't really care what I listen they're gonna he's gonna harass me for quite a bit because that's really what he's all about. I had no idea, but this is what he's all about. This is he is part of the uh he's a disinformation agent he's a he's a troublemaker man. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. It's my fault. So We're going to have to deal with Mr. Luke for a while. And Mr. Luke is going to call me all sorts of names. But Mr. Luke is not real. He's not legit. Just listen to his language. The man is not of Christ. He's not of God. And he's not interested in the truth. Mr. Luke is interested in himself. And he goes around from place to place to place, agitating, causing problems. And he lied about the fact there's an arrest warrant in Australia. I really don't care that he's upset. He was, he's always upset. He lied about the fact that he has an arrest warrant for him in Australia. The guy's not legit. He's leaving me alone. He should have told me the truth, and you know what? Lying and lying and lying and accusing people and all the nasty things I received email, I don't want anything to do with it. This is all part of the journey, you see. Not really interested in Ozzy Luke, Luke McKee. Let him have his own. Ask yourself a question. What the heck is he doing jumping from show to show to show? Doesn't he have enough capacity to start his own show and just do his own show like I'm doing? What do you think he's actually doing, Andrew, What you're experiencing as a coadjutory? Andrew is. And most likely, I don't know if he's a Jesuit coadjutor. I don't even know if he's actually being financed. But it's very suspect that a guy's living in Vietnam doing all this stuff when he's an Aussie resident of Australia. Don't you think where there's no arrest warrant for him? I think he was play. He was trying to play me. I am against all forms of sexual abuse, uh, perversion, and I'm against pedophilia. And you know that, Andrew, and anybody else who knows me. Uh, I have no idea how I block him in the chat room. If I block him, then I have to block you. That's the reason why I blocked him the other night. So all you have to do is just next time, Andrew, if you're there, everybody else is there, when you see him, just a bunch of you say, dude, leave us alone. We're not interested. You've got to call people names and be a uh, coadjutor. Go do your own thing. You're just He's just as capable of starting his own show and doing his own thing. Why is he coming to me? Why is he coming to everybody else's show? Ask yourself that question. He really is capable of his own show, and have quite a few people probably would listen to him. Why is he coming here? I'll tell you why he's coming, because he's not real. He's a BS artist. He's there to cause problems, to discredit me and anybody else that he can get a hold of. That's what's going on. I'm not picking on him. This Gary Burns thing, I could care less about. This is Andrew's agenda. I could care less. Why should I care about Gary Burns, who lives somewhere maybe in Australia? 
Andrew should go back to Australia and fight the good fight and confront Mr. Burns himself. Why do I want to be dragged in all this nonsense? Can't you see that he's actually promoting the same thing that I'm reading about? The kingdom of God on this earth, that somehow we can politically change any of this stuff? Do I really want to have a battle with the queers of Australia? No, I don't. I could care less about them. I could care less about the queers in my own town. What can I do about it? Can't do anything about it. I cannot, and nor is my responsibility to change this world or change anybody else. My responsibility is my faith in my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the pursuit of the way, the truth, and the life. It's not Ozzy Luke's fight. I'm not yelling at you, Andrew. I'm just frustrated because I made a mistake. I reached out to this guy. I reached out to him and gave him six hours of my of our time. And I should have known better. I should have done my own homework. I should have double-checked them. I learned a very powerful lesson. So the next time I actually have a, a guest like Mr. Luke, I'll do the best that I can to vent him. And if I cannot, maybe it's better off that I don't have Mr. Luke or anybody like Mr. Luke on my show. Because look at this, his anger, his venom, his venomous language. What's the good in it? What do we need him for? Why does anybody want him around? In fact, nobody does want him around. He's an annoyance to everywhere he goes. He causes problems everywhere. He has one agenda, and that's his agenda is to fight the gays, as if we could do anything about the gays. The, the sodomites have been around forever. It's part of this satanic system that we're under. All we can do is share the gospel to move on. It's not right. It's not right. It is not right. But what can I do about any of it? What can I do about the fact that they're actually teaching perversions in school. It's what they want to do. It's what they're going to do. It's because I don't live in a Christian country. I never did. I live in a satanic country. And this has always been their damn goal is to do is to pervert us all and lie to us all, deceive us all at all levels, to divide and conquer, and to serve their God. And their God is Satan. Luke has something seriously wrong with him. Either Luke has something seriously wrong with him, or he's getting paid to do this, because he spends an awful lot of time doing it. He supposedly has a wife and a kid. For every one hour that I do this, this guy does 12 hours on this stuff. I don't see how he's incapable of doing anything, unless he's being paid to do this. I strongly recommend that you leave that guy alone. I finally have found a legit coadjutor. His name is Ozzy Luke. And I would stay away from him. Just look at his language. Look at his obsession. Look at his problem. If he's really interested in 
uh, what's going on in Australia and the pedophile rings and what's going? Why doesn't he do it himself and fight it? Why is he coming after me? Why is he lying about the fact that he was that he was he's under he has a arrest warrant that he's a fugitive from Australia? The only thing he has is a verbal abuse conversation with a police officer. which he called him every name under the sun, and then says, well, when he comes back, the police are going to get him. I don't know. If there's some way to figure out how to uh, eliminate a guy like him, I wish there was. Unfortunately, I don't know. I don't know how to block, stop blocking everybody. I don't want to block you guys. So I ask you, when you see him, come on. Do yourself a favor, because I'm not, when I'm reading, I'm not even paying attention to a lot of the... Uh, I can't. I can't read and read all your comments until after I, I read. Um, ask them to leave. Tell them to leave, leave you guys alone because the fact of the matter is he's not abusing me, he's abusing you. It really is. He's abusing you guys. When I'm busy reading this stuff and commenting, I don't have time to do both. No one really can. So he's abusing you guys. So ask him to leave. Tell him to go somewhere else and harass somebody else. Anyway, I thank both you, guests five and six, Andrew, and um, I don't know who else it might be. I do appreciate it that you listen to me. I find this a fascinating read. It really is what I'm saying it is. It's at extrovert size and Jesuit sophistry, castry, and it has a lot of truth in it. But what's masterful about Jesuit sophistry history and, and propaganda in general is not what's being said, but what's not being said. Do you know what I'm saying? And the contradictions that we find so far in this. So it would be a great place to stop at page 33. That's very symbolic of, of course, Freemasonry, Luciferianism. And I'll, get a, I'll go again tomorrow night. I find this a great read, and there's a reason why God gave me this book. I think um, I think it really will, if I give it, maybe give me enough motivation to go back into uh, sex and magic and the Renaissance and maybe tying in the things together that way. So I know there's a reason why things happen the way they happen. So I don't think anything happens for by coincidence. Even Ozzy Luke showing up and me making a mistake of reaching out to the guy learning a lesson. It's we're all learning a lesson. I'm guilty myself of the fact that he's here now harassing you guys. I'm sorry. I apologize for it. So, And I pray for Ozzy Luke that he may that God may touch his heart and he might, not only his heart but his mind, that he may straighten up and focus on what's really important at this point in his life, which isn't whatever's going on in his life. God bless you all. Thank you for being part of it. Thank you for listening. And those who are listening to the future, thank you. By the way, Thursday we'll have the interview so far with Chris Kendall. I'm looking forward to that. Always a great conversation with Chris. God bless. Take care. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.